Welcome to the Unjaded Journey podcast. My name is Jade Sapinik, and I'm inviting you to walk with me on my journey from being a jaded woman to becoming an unjaded woman walking with God. I'm excited to share with you my insights and also heal with you along the way. Please subscribe to my podcast and share with your friends and family. Well, here's one that I've lived with for probably far too long, and I've felt very disconnected for about the last 12 years. I used to feel so close to my intuition. Like I could trust my gut feeling a thousand percent. And it started to diminish. But then about 10 years ago, a friend of mine was attacked really bad. And I remember that night just feeling completely uneasy. And I felt so nauseous and sick to my stomach and just, I couldn't settle myself down. I was going into panic, uh, panic modes where I just kept saying something happened to her, something happened to her that she's not answering me. Something's wrong. And I remember just praying. And then about, um, I know the exact time, but I'm not going to be specific (laughs) about two o'clock in the morning. We got the call, um, that something had happened to her. And I remember (laughs) the person that was with me telling me like, you're overreacting, just calm down, just relax. Nothing's wrong. And so I fought my intuition and I fought that gut feeling and I tried to force myself to shut it up because honestly, they kind of made me feel like I was crazy. (laughs) So that was a very traumatic event and a very traumatic next few months that happened that, that, uh, it, it was a hard time. It was a very hard time in, in life. And I kind of realized that I've never gotten my intuition back fully after that. And I didn't feel like I ever recovered from that, even though that did not happen to me. It was an experience that was traumatic. It was, it was a life change um, for me. And I cannot believe it's been so long. That's crazy. Wow. So I've been like battling that. Like, why can't I hear my intuition? Why didn't I see this one coming? And here's the thing. My body's been trying to tell me for years. I have been so sick over the last few years, with the exception of this last year and a half since I got diagnosed with celiac disease, I've been able to manage that. But even now, my stomach has been in knots. My stomach has been so upset because my body's telling me I needed a change. My body was telling me something wasn't right, and I did not listen. I did not listen. 
one of the things that I learned when trying to get familiar with meditating is to close your eyes, breathe, and focus on where you're feeling. Okay, so most of the time when we stop to meditate, for me anyways, I'm stopping because, you know, something's just, I'm, I have emotions <laughs> that I need to work through. And so I stop and I feel, where am I feeling those emotions? Is it in my chest? Is it in my stomach? Is it in my neck? Is it in my throat? And all of those things will show you where you need, what you need to do. So your body is talking to you. God is using your body to send you a message. Now, for me, I've always thought that this was a trauma response that when I got scared, I would want to run away. Or when something like interfered with my safe little bubble I have at home, that I would want that person to leave immediately. And yeah, it could be a trauma response, but it could also be my body telling me this person is not safe near you. You are not safe near this person. You need to remove them from your presence. That could also be that. Still working through that. Like I said, this podcast is about growing and healing. I am learning with you. I'm going to share with you my knowledge, but I'm learning with you. I'm right here to grow beside you. And I hope you're here with me on this journey because it's going to be beautiful. I'm telling you, I can see the end vision. I can see so many things now. Like my, my vision and my sights are set. I see them. I see the bigger picture. I see where this is going. I see what I'm being patient for. And it's going to be beautiful. But in the meantime, I have a lot of work to do. And one of those things is what is my body telling me? What am I not listening to that I need to listen to? There was an incident recently in my life that caused me to be re-triggered triggered, I guess you would say, and re-traumatized from the domestic violence in the home that I grew up in. And the domestic violence was intense, fierce, horrifying, gut-wrenching. It was, it was horrible. And when I was in that, I was very fearful. My body would just tremble and shake and I couldn't eat. I couldn't really sleep. I had constant nightmares. Um, ironically, blankets are a huge comfort for me and anyone who knows me or has been to my house knows I have a million blankets. But that's always kind of been a, a comfort thing for me. I uh, would hide under blankets to try and keep myself safe. Like that was going to stop anything. Uh, so your body is connected to those senses. So like, I like really, really soft blankets because they make me feel comfortable. All of these senses are things that we need to pay attention to. And all of these, these bodily intuitions are, are things that we need to pay attention to. I started to notice after this recent event or incident, whatever you want to call it, 
that I would get this tightness in my chest and feeling like I couldn't breathe. And, you know, I, I had nowhere to turn but God. There was no way I was getting out of that without him. And I'm so thankful that, that I had that background knowledge and understanding um, that that's who I could turn to. But I prayed about it a lot. And I just couldn't figure out why I couldn't breathe. I tried every medication um, for PTSD, for nightmares, for anxiety, for depression. And this is during, you know, about a week span and I just couldn't shake it. And then I realized the little girl inside of me is scared. The little girl inside of me was reliving everything that she had gone through. And all she needed was a hug. I can't tell you what a difference it would have made in my life to have someone to hold me and tell me everything was going to be okay. And so believe me, I know how crazy this sounds. I closed my eyes. I grabbed the hands of that little girl and looked her in the eyes. And, and what I did to do that was I envisioned because the little girl in me is just slightly older than my son. And that that part of it where it was traumatized in that way. And so I kind of envisioned because my son looks so much like me looking into his eyes and telling him it was going to be okay. So I pictured the little girl and it, it was me, um, my vision of myself when I was a little girl and I held her hands and I looked her in the eyes and I told her exactly what I would tell my son. It's going to be okay. You didn't deserve this. You're okay. You're safe. My son is mimicking me right now. Um, I comforted her. I prayed with her. And I told her, you're safe now. You are safe now. God is protecting us. You don't have to hide. You don't have to fear. And you don't have to be scared. But it's okay if you are. And then I envisioned hugging her. And that was such a powerful thing to do. It it just instantly put my soul at ease and and took the the tightness from my chest. And each time that I felt that after, that is exactly what I do again. I comfort that because that's where that was coming from. That's where that, that hurt in my heart was the little girl living inside of me for my stomach. Um, I have, my stomach is where my stress resides And I know that I'm in a bad situation or in, and it could be just a bad situation in my mental state or, or feeling complete discomfort in the environment that I'm in. 
or the environment I'm about to be in if my stomach feels woozy, uh, woozy, queasy. So I listened to that and I actually did that today. And it felt really good to be able to say, you know what, something just wasn't right. I didn't need to be in that environment. I didn't need to be with the people I was planning on, on going with. And I needed to just be still and, and listen to that. So I encourage you to listen to what your body is telling you. I encourage you to learn to meditate. And there's a really, gosh, a perfect meditation video on YouTube. That's where I've learned most of my stuff. I did do a retreat with Pema Chodron. I think I said her name right. And it was an, a virtual retreat because I did it during the pandemic. And that's where I learned a lot about meditation as well and glaciers. And, and you, you guys can look the, those things up. Those, those are really great as well. Those are really great learning tools. And the one that I did that I did find on YouTube was clearing your chakras. And I'm not really a firm believer in all of that, but that meditation that is on that YouTube video was healing, so healing for me because it really did release, release me from everything so I could get to the center and get to the root of what was going on. So it cleared all the excess symptoms and, and feelings in my body and allowed me to get down to the root of the feeling and where it was exactly. The other thing for me was <laughs> my voice. My voice and my throat was feeling really tight and like my voice was getting more hoarse and I was almost losing my voice. And this was after doing the meditation <laughs> and see what was happening in my life is that I was being shut up. I was being muted. There was someone in my life telling me, shut the F up, get the F away from me. And that was restricting my voice. It was restricting my throat physically restricting my throat because of those words, because I was feeling like I could not say what I needed to say. I could not stand up for myself the way I needed to stand up for myself. And that's part of what led me to this podcast because I will be heard. I will speak up. I will not be abused. You will hear me and I will roar. But I'll tell you that physical symptom was pretty intense. I, I really thought that I was losing my voice and my neck muscles were so tight. I wish you guys could see my son right now because he's singing and praising the Lord. It's really cute. It's really beautiful. I love that this is the example that that is in his life right now. That he's seeing me praise and worship and pray and do my Bible studies and he's just so curious about God and why I'm doing what I'm doing. <laughs> and it's, gosh, it's beautiful. So I'll end here and remember that you are beautiful, wonderful, perfect, and amazing just the way you are. And don't let anybody tell you any different. <laughs>
And when you're in sure lookup, God's got your back.